Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our baleful storyteller sends our band of offbeat vampires on a dangerous road trip to destroy the wards protecting the fictional Jamestown. I'm Ben, playing Tommaso, the brawling Hikata. Hi, I'm Josh, and I play Clear Visions, the sexy, sacrificial Toreador. I'm Nick, and I play Jason, the cunning Banhuakim. And I'm Russell, and I play Gordon, the pilfering La Sombra. Hey, I'm Mike, your sincere storyteller. So what happened last week on Monster Game Night? Once we arrived in Oxford, Gordon decided to go and pilfer a car from the local citizenry and take us on a tour of the college. As we went to the college, Jason discovered the antimony in the statue at the center and took the initiative to navigate a social encounter. Clear Visions investigated that wolf statue and made a bloody sacrifice. Everybody seemed determined to make sure Tommaso joined the local fight club. Hey, hey, I'm not supposed to talk about that crap. To set the scene, tonight's session opens on the campus of Oxford College. We see a clear night with storm clouds finally rolling in. A soft, cold rain has begun to fall. We're standing on an immaculately kept grass lawn. Careful phosphorescent lighting lines, cement pads leading between half a dozen buildings arranged in a semicircle around a twisted and hunched metal statue that forms a wolf if you look at it from the right angle. The fangs of this wolf are dripping vitae, sacrificed by Clear Visions, who has stepped down towards the double doors that were revealed once he plunged his palm onto the fang. More pressingly, we see that a circle of figures, a cheering crowd has gathered around the body of Tommaso and Bastion. They've both taken off their shirts. We can see the first punches being thrown. What is Tommaso's intention? Well, okay, I'll, I'll play to the character. <clears throat> Tommaso's going in and he's getting the first punch in. Give me a roll of strength plus brawl. This is about the weirdest roll I've ever made in this game. I'm probably going to willpower this. I got four successes, but I only got them on a crit. So four successes, and they're all part of a crit. So any of them on a hunger die? No. No. Oh, good. Oh, you know what? No, I am. I am really good. I'm going to I'm going to willpower that, though. I want more. That's good because you damage by the margin. I like that. (laughs) Didn't get any better. (laughs) Okay, so I got four successes. Four successes. Tommaso, trained brawler that he is, draws a fist back, swings forward with an immense force behind it. Bastion drops a shoulder out of the way of the blow, leans in towards Tommaso, catches him around the waist, flips him over his back, and drops down onto an elbow, catching Tommaso right in the center of the stomach. Tommaso takes two points of superficial damage. We can hear the wet slap of meat as the blow lands. If Tommaso still breathed, he'd feel the breath get knocked out of him. As Bastion stands up, straightens up from this, he... You can see that a light rain has begun to fall, coating him. His hair is now swinging in thick, rope-like strands around his face. Looks at Tommaso and says, You're as tough as you look. What are you doing? So he said I'm on my back. You're on your back. I'm aiming a kick right at his solar plexus. Oh, nice. Okay, give me that roll of strength plus brawl the exact same three numbers again. 
four successes. Tommaso lashes out with his foot towards Bastion's solar plexus. Bastion tries to catch it, intending to flip Tommaso over, but the blow takes him a little faster than he was expecting. He has to lean back out of the way. Foot flies past, neither of you damage each other this round. This is our third and final round. What do you intend to do? Sweep the leg. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So he's he's leaning off balance right now because he avoided my kick. I'm going to come through with my other leg and sweep the leg out from under him. Last willpower used. <sighs> Finally, got one more. All right. So that's one, two, three, four. Yep, six successes. Six successes. So what does he do? When I go to sweep the leg... I catch him in his knee and I hyperextend it real bad. And I think Bastion doesn't go down gracefully like he normally does. He kind of falls like a sack of bricks. There's a sickening crunch as Tommaso's foot connects to Bastion's right leg. He drops to his knee. You see him slump to his side, clearly not defeated, but he looks in Tommaso's eyes and you've at least drawn. I kip up really fast and then... I hold a hand out to help him up. He takes it and he says, My full name's Sebastian McNally. It's been a long time since I've met someone that can equal me. Been a long time since someone's taken me down too. You're not from, you're not one of them warlocks that I was expecting to see come back. Are you with? We're here for something else. Maybe I can be useful to you. Do you know what you're looking for? Why don't you dismiss everybody else for the night and then we'll talk about it. Bastion looks around at the gathered men and women, nods his head, says, good work tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully you'll have a new teacher. They circle up and leave. Bastion looks at Tommaso and he says, I've been waiting. I thought that the Tremere that I kicked out of this place would come back. <laughs> Tremere, that's funny. Hey, kid, come here. Yeah. Why don't you show Bastion what you're working with here? Know anything about a ward? I don't know shit about wards. Go. I don't know. I don't do shit with that. What are we going to see when we go down there? What do I see as I go down those steps? <laughs> Clear Visions follows these rough-hewn stone steps down into the earth. He comes to two heavy oaken doors that are carved immaculately carefully. As they close together, the Tremere clan symbol is formed between the two of them, exactly balanced. These doors don't look like they've been buried in the dirt. They look immaculately kept. They look immaculately kept. They look as though someone has polished and cleaned them just a moment ago. They are perfect and flawless. There's two golden handles on the door. Do you wish to open them? I look at the doors. I, I brush my hand down the center and, and say, I've seen this movie. Friend. Oh, well, I'll try the handle. And then I'll grab the handle. As Clear Visions glances down the door, he notices that written across the center of it, actually, he wouldn't notice that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Clear Visions notices that there is writing in a language that he doesn't read across the center of it. Hi, my name's Clear Visions, and I never <laughs> learned how to read. <laughs> You're how old? <laughs> what do I see in, like, the area around? We never resolve that. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be very offended you didn't stick around to watch me fight. <laughs> Gordon sees the fight clear up. He sees the group of men and women leaving, and he sees that Bastion is now clapping Tommaso on the soldier. On the Now <laughs> clapping Tommaso on the shoulder. Damn right, they, soldier. <laughs> friends now. The tension diffused. You can put your soldier at ease. <laughs> Gordon notices his soldier at attention. Whoa. 
Didn't know you felt that way. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I get turned on by watching two hunks of meat slap each other. <laughs> yeah, it's the episode title. God. But who doesn't? I do propose a wet slap of meat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to grab those handles. Clear Visions grabs the handles, pulls these oaken doors open. There's a moment where there's a bright light, bright white, almost exactly like the wolf whose head lit up and revealed this space. And he sees a passageway beyond. But this passageway, you're underground right now. You're walking on stone at this very moment. And yet, in just an instant, it transforms from rough-hewn cobblestones to immaculately kept hardwood floors stretching out impossibly long. He can see a door on the far end, heavy dark oaken doors, a twin for the ones he's just gone through, very far away, very small, minuscule in his view. The walls themselves are a soft golden red, wainscoted and trimmed carefully with gold leaf. It looks like a very fine Victorian mansion under here. Now this is more my style. Now wainscot, I love that. And I'll just keep walking. Okay. Clear Visions walks for a while. That door, it's gotten a little bit bigger, but not much. Hmm. It's going to take a bit. And I'll just keep going. What do the rest of you wish to do? Waiting for this guy to tell us what we're going to find down there. Yeah, I'm going to help him down to a place where he can sit, stretch his knee out. Bastion takes a seat on the ground and puts his palms back behind him and lifts up onto his feet, stretching his hamstrings and his knee. You hear a soft crunch as his knee kind of pushes back into place, and you see it straightening out as he heals himself up a little bit. He looks at Tommaso and he says... Well, that used to be a Tremere chantry there kind of hideout. They built it a long, long time ago, and there weren't too many of them, so I trained up this group of mortals and slaughtered most of them. Took it for myself. You see, nice private space like this, being the only kindred around, pretty attractive to me. I'm amazed I haven't heard about you before. I keep a low profile. Obviously. What clan do you hail from? Gangrel. Ah, starting to make a little bit of sense. Okay. Now, there were a few characters down there I couldn't deal with, and my proclivities didn't lead me to want to deal with them. You know what the Tremere did to Gangrel a long time ago? Yep. As I said, it's all starting to make sense. Hey, kid, you might want to go stop clear. At least until we get down there, you can just move a little more quickly than we can right now. I descend the stairs at a normal pace. <laughs> uh, let's keep note of that for later. Just a leisurely stroll. Might be, might be a little bit of a stain. Just saying. Gordon, you see the group dispersing. You see Jason taking a leisurely stroll down the stairs. What are you doing? I don't know if anything's wrong. So I'm going to continue scanning the uh, the area for threats. All right, take the shot. Kill him. Now's your chance. I'd be so <laughs> mad if you do. Kill Jason. Pop. I'm He's already down the steps. Uh. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Jason passes through the same double doors. Does he pause to read what's written upon them? Yeah, if I recognize it. What languages do you think that Jason reads? I think I know of one in particular. Well, it's not French, so... It's not French. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly speak, speaks demonic, by the way. Or Abyssal. Yeah, absolutely. Abyssal, I, I was going to say 
<laughs> Maybe Celestial. Probably Sylvan. God, I don't know. Inscribed upon the doors in Latin, it reads, Where the light is brightest, the shadows are deepest. Hey, Claire? You down there? Yeah. What? Listening. You see a light? I am the light. How about your shadow? I've been walking for like 30 <laughs> minutes. What took you so long? Do I see him? He looks really far in the distance. He's gotten really small. Like he's walked hundreds of miles. Not hundreds. Clear Vision <laughs> looks really small. Like he's walked miles away. Would it be 500? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. God damn it. I walked into that one. You should have just come on top of 500 more. <laughs> But no, I just want him to be like, and then you grab clear visions, and he's actually three inches tall. <laughs> he's not that far away. <laughs> oh no, what happened to me? <laughs> Got some deja vu here. <laughs> Do I notice any kind of sorcery at play here? It doesn't take a dice roll to realize that this passageway that's underground, this couldn't happen without sorcery. There is absolutely a huge amount of sorcery at play here. Everything that Jason is looking at right now, it's probably a complete illusion. Okay. How do I break it? You've broken wards before. That's intelligence plus blood sorcery. Oh man, I forgot to try the dirt trick. <laughs> God damn it. Can't count me for anything. There's no dirt around. I needed someone to do the dirt trick and you didn't do it. I should have known. Draw an X on the ground and then pick up dirt and throw it over your left shoulder. So then go and run. <laughs> I, I rouse the blood. I do not get hungrier. What was that roll again? Intelligence plus blood sorcery. Or dots and blood sorcery, sir. <laughs> I'm going to do this all night long. <laughs> that is uh, seven successes. Messy critical. <laughs> Kidding? <laughs> it's, it's real. <laughs> It's my specialty. God damn it. You guys can't help me with this one because I'm the only one who knows the information here. So. <laughs> That's our plan. We finally got you. We've been trying. These for are two pure, hours. Pure uncut, no re rolls, messy crits, baby. God damn. So, giving you the, the results of your dice roll first, because that hopefully gives me enough time to figure out what to do with the messy part of this. Jason opens his mind's eye and finds the strands that are binding this illusion together, stretches out and slashes them apart. And in just a few moments, we see that this passageway that looked impossibly long, really pretty short, only about five feet long. <laughs> Clear Visions immediately walks face first into a wall. He's been walking in place for like the past 10 minutes. That looks so fucking cool. Like though. a glitched out NPC just walking into a wall. <laughs> you do it with style. I'm going to hang on to the messy part of it because I think I have a really good thing to use at the right moment. But Jason gathers as he did this, he wasn't as careful as he could have been and that some of what he destroyed wasn't just illusion. Uh-oh, that didn't happen. Nobody saw that. You're right, I didn't. I did not. I was walking in the other direction. <laughs> you were facing a wall. From a quarter mile away, Gordon saw, and he judges you for it. Quarter mile <laughs> and above Down the ground. stairs. And above the ground. <laughs> we're forgetting to mention the pre-installed mirror that he put in there hours ago. That's right. This is all according to plan. <laughs> he knew you would suck. And he enjoyed the suckage. So Tommaso, Bastion is <laughs> stretching out and explaining that this was a Tremere Chantry and that they kept gargoyles to protect it. What other questions do you have for him? I believe that they're pronounced gargoyles. For 
They're really well dressed. They wear nice sweaters. They're argyle, nice diamond pattern down the right side of their chest. It looks really great. Bunch of fancy boys. I had to do it. Yeah, so what I'm gathering from you, kindred like you and me, we're not going to be much use down there. I'd say that that's a fair assessment of the situation. Hey, Tommy, we need you. Well, looks like it doesn't matter for me anyway. Hey, listen, I'm just going to let you know we do have somebody else keeping watch around here in case something goes down. But I think I'm going to make sure those two don't step in anything. So if you'll excuse me. Hey, by the way, what do you mean by them having another teacher? I just assumed that you'd want to stick around. After all, there's not many places I can find someone like you. Well, unfortunately, I do have things to take care of, but... Maybe someday I'll take you up on that offer. We have all night. We have all of eternity. The entire world. And we can do... You're going to run around being in a hurry. What's the point? Hey, bring your new friend. He wanted us to help clear this out, right? The point is, I've got obligations to fulfill. And with that, he's not going to bother with most of his clothes right now. He's just going to pick up his holster, strap it back to him, start heading down. You see Sebastian walk towards the wolf statue, pull his clothes off where they were hanging, and he pulls on an argyle sweater, turn around, and walk off into the night. He's one of them. It's a secret werewolf. He tricked me. Ah! All right, so with that, you staying in the tree? You saw me specifically strap my gat back on and go down there. You strapped it on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you look in his direction? Make eye contact? Lick your lips. (laughs) (laughs) Did you make sure your chiffon was nice and lubed? Always is. Uh, It's always I keep it properly maintained. What's your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, jump into the hole with him. (laughs) I really don't know if I want to go into that hole. I don't either, but I'm going in there. I mean, are you going full force? The coterie explores a mouth. Continue. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way for me to be. I, I guess I'm going to hop down out of my tree and stealthily move to the hole. Are you trying to sneak up on the coterie? I'm trying to sneak up on whatever's down there. Okay. It's going to take you a little bit because you're that's fine. far away from everyone. Yeah, that's fine. Jason, you and Clear Visions reach another set of doors. These suddenly, with the illusion destroyed, they look to be in much, much, much worse shape than the illusion presented them as. A few moments later, you can hear Tomasa's footsteps ringing along. This door, as you look at it, it's been burned partially. A good chunk of it is missing, and looking through, you can see that on the other side, there's what looks like the ruined ashes of what was once a library. All those poor books. I need Jason to roll against Frenzy. (laughs) Wait, okay, that wasn't serious, but we'll take it. (laughs) Good, because that was a fail. (laughs) Okay, good. At At least you've exhausted that. Wow, Jason, you're pretty quick. Caught up to these doors pretty quick. That's right. So, this library? I was looking for, like, wolves and blood. Not, not books. Books are boring. What you're looking for are gargoyles. Yeah, I can't even transmit information on these. No one can see my pretty face. It's a bunch of books. It's a library. You should at least have the internet, right? Okay, kid. The guy up there, Bastion, he just told me that we're looking for gargoyles. That's what we're looking for. I told you that before you killed him? I didn't what? kill him. Ah, okay. You you really think I have that little respect for somebody else like that? No, I just thought you were a big, strong guy. You're going to take out that guy, but I guess you're not, so... Oh, you better watch yourself. 
You didn't even stay up there and watch me. I can't believe you. No, I was doing the, the mission. All right, I'm pushing through the doors. My hand's tightening on my gun right now. Jason pushes the door open. He sees now the ruined ashes of a library. There's mostly burned books scattered all around. He can see bodies, which means that some of these must have been mortals at the time they died. He can see the charred skeletons. Jason can see charred skeletal remains. He can see piles of ashes that means they were probably kindred that haven't been disturbed since Bastion unleashed whatever upon this not necessarily poor chantry but upon this chantry he looks around and he is surrounded by a library with rickety oak shelves and he notices that from above there is a bright shining light like the dawn that he hasn't seen in so so very long faced towards a bookshelf directly to his right okay i approach that bookshelf are you inspecting that bookshelf or yes. you give me a roll of intelligence plus investigation gordon i'm not making you roll stealth on this you rolled 13 successes nobody knows where you are nobody on the planet has any idea that gordon has existed or ever existed. I mean, that fits in with his mask because it's been completely cleared, but we won't get into that. We won't get into that. I mean, that's kind of a problem for the rest of us, but... You all forget that Gordon exists. Yeah, you incepted your way into (laughs) this. All via stealth. (laughs) Coterie only has three members. (laughs) I want to do a resource check to see if I have any flashbangs that I've managed to pick up. Not again. That is... uh, resources or sorry it's uh intelligence plus resources yeah just resources okay yeah, cool for preparedness that's right it's preparedness check thank you so gordon give me a roll of intelligence plus resources I feel like you shouldn't be able to spend willpower on that but okay only eight <laughs> actually no that's one success but i did get a crit fail on hunger dice I rolled two ones. One you have minus flashbangs. So a crit fail <laughs> on a preparedness check. A flash bong. Well, so I can't get I can't get a crit fail. I no, can't, you forgot your flashbangs, but you remembered your bong. <laughs> can, can I get a crit fail if I have one success? I don't think so. You don't yeah, as long as you, yeah, fail the roll. Yeah, if you fail the roll and you roll a bestial failure, which means a one on a hunger yeah, so die. It's possible. It depends on the difficulty here. Yeah, yeah say, what, what's uh, the, difficulty? the difficulty to have flashbangs with you is certainly higher than one. Um, okay. I was looking really for three for that. Okay. He walks in. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Instead of a flashbang, it's an actual. But he thinks it's a flashbang. <laughs> I think that. Gordon realizes he doesn't need flashbangs. He's got a cell phone with Clear Vision's voice recorded on it. (laughs) In French. Because why not? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, we'll go with that. Jason, you are standing in a dusty library. There is a beam of what looks like sunlight catching the dust as it falls. You are looking over this wooden bookshelf with the ruined ashes of books lining it. Gordon, you have... Stealthily and impossibly to detect, made your way in behind the coterie, checking through your pockets. No one knows you're here except for you, and you're not even sure that you know you're there. <laughs> Take the cell phone out. I'm going to wedge it in the top of the door and close the door so that if someone were to open the door, the cell phone would drop. Okay. 
You mean the door outside? The door into this room. The door into this room. So we'd notice the door closed then, right? I don't no, know. No, because he rolled 17 successes. <laughs> <laughs> Why does his number of successes keep going up? <laughs> 18 successes. No, you didn't, you didn't, he had like 27 successes. Come on. Yeah, come on now. Why you gotta like harm the the sword here? I'm not harming it. I'm just confused. You, you didn't see the 15 tens he rolled? Come on. He's rolling a D100 over there. You <laughs> I mean I'm not supposed to do this up D100s? <laughs> Jason searches along this bookshelf. He finds on one corner of it, there is a circle with a cross beneath it. He recognizes that symbol. Yep, this is what we're looking for. What's it on? Carved into the wood of the bookshelf. What do you mean this is what we're looking for? What the f- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, uh, hey, Gordon. You're lucky I didn't have my gun out. I would have shot something. Jeez. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. How's it going? You're looking, uh, sexy as ever. Thank you. More and more radiant every evening. So, what do you mean this is what we're looking for? This symbol right here as I run my hand over it. Okay, so what do we do? Do we just, uh... Are you sure you should be touching that? Smash Tommy's head into it? Let's all touch it. Smash your head into it. I mean, you didn't even know I was here. If I hadn't have said anything, you would have known I was here. I'm gonna push some books on the way and knock on the bookshelf. Jason pulls some books off, knocks all around. Nothing seems to happen. Does it sound hollow? It sounds hollow. Hey, uh... Tommy. What? This bookshelf needs to come down. That is also a solution. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Move. Tommy, give me a roll of what? So you're doing this with what? What are you using to do this? Intelligence. <laughs> I can do this. His face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the headbutt. Yes. <laughs> Charisma athletics. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you actually got to my worst attribute, so congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why everybody keeps thinking intelligence is worst. <laughs> Just body check this thing. It's That's okay. exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a, a three-point stance, and I'm going to throw my shoulder in. All right, we're creating a uh, Tommy-sized hole in this thing. <laughs> All right, give me a roll of strength plus athletics. Right, that's not as good as my brawl, but just by one. Well, I'm sorry. Roll. Roll enough dice and you'll make like a Looney Tunes. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what I want to do right now. Oh, hell yeah. Considering rousing, but nah, nah. I have a question. Doesn't your acid like work on other things? No. It's only for bodies? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Plus, I wouldn't do it anyway. But it's on a body. Well, make sure I'm doing this right. Two successes. Tommaso takes a step back, flexes mightily, drops an elbow, launches himself forward, smacks into the wooden bookshelf. We see dust and ash get shaken out. Nothing happens. Mm. So Tommaso zero, bookshelf one. <laughs> you uh, you want to try that again? That thing's pretty damn sturdy. I know. Let's burn it. I kind of. It doesn't look like fire works. It looks like that's been tried. Yeah, enough. Maybe water? No, enough fire. Enough with the fire. Maybe water then? Or does anybody have a grenade? Well, oh, you, God, no. Who else do you think we would don't have a grenade? Right <laughs> what do you think this necklace is? <laughs> <laughs> what would that, be that's the, a fireball. Come on. <laughs> what would be the opposite of antimony? Bees. Moni? <laughs> throw, throw, throw cash at it. First <laughs> Billy Idol when you need money, money. <laughs> yeah, this one's an all timer for the outtakes. The <laughs> only better go. answer would be anti antimony. <laughs> <laughs> We are professionals. 
no, here's what we do. We got that big group of dudes that was fighting upstairs. We just have them beat the shit out of this thing. Yeah, Tommy dismissed them. They went home. Oh. I figured they didn't need to see any more than they needed to be let on. Okay, Tommy, here's a secret of the trade. When you got a big group that's looking at you, you tell them to do stuff. Maybe you do that. That's what I do. I try to avoid having a fucking masquerade breach. Every, not so everything's anyway. a masquerade breach. Hey, Jason, maybe we can use your uh, sword as a lever to, like, push you away from the wall. Yeah, can you just cut this thing? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about cutting it, but... Since we ain't got a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, can we use it as a crowbar? Hold on, hold on. Maybe we don't have to risk your sword. Can we look around and see if there's anything we can use like that sitting around? Is there a glowing red barrel? <laughs> Yeah, there's like eight of them. <laughs> Any bananas sitting around? Back them up. He, he was waiting for you to ask. Can I make a perception check to see? <laughs> we can make a spot hidden check. Can, can, can you use my passive perception? Can, can we? Can we roll to see if? The... I have dark vision. <laughs> can we... Yeah, well, I have magical dark vision. How, how about we roll to see if the smash ball shows up? <laughs> Did you shoot my champ? <laughs> Move this for me. Hey, I resent that. It's my my purpose. I need y'all to think about this like it's a fucking Legend of Zelda dungeon. We need a blue key. <laughs> hey, what was that gibberish on the door? There was gibberish on the door? Yeah, it said we're the, the lightest, brightest, the shadow is the darkest. Oh, interesting. Oh. So do you got a flashlight? No. All we have is this light that's shining on this bookcase. Oh, come on, okay. seriously. So where's yeah, just stand in front of him? I'm having these bright white shiny teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so I need you to stand in the light and angle your teeth so that we can like use this as a mirror <laughs> and try and find where to redirect the light. I wish one of us was bald. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to look around the room. Is there any, like, super dark corners? I mean, yes. Many of the corners in this room are super, super dark because most of this room is super, super dark. There's only one really lighted spot. In fact, you describe 99.5% of this room as super dark. Okay, wait. I take out my cell phone and I just use it as a mirror to, like, bounce the light back around the room. Okay. Does that do anything? You... Shine the light around the room. You can see it catching all along the different walls. Nothing seems to change, though. You also hear the rustle of Teresa as she flies into this room, seemingly making her way through the tunnels and pushing the door aside. Why did a cell phone fall out from the door? <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> gets hit in the head with a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she gets hit in the head with a cell yes, phone. What, what was <laughs> that, that was set to, to blast clear visions? <laughs> This is clear visions. <laughs> As voiced by Gordon. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's my bird, you idiot. <laughs> Clearly it said, this is clear visions. You know what I was... Never mind. Okay. Tommy, Tommy, she heard my psychic call for help. Okay, good. Get her to fly up there and block the damn light. Teresa, you're such a good bird. <laughs> Now come to daddy. Now give her a hug. Now I'm gonna need you to throw yourself into those flames, Icarus. Go up to the light. Go up to the light. Caca! Teresa flutters up towards the light, stretches her wings out wide. We've seen her do this a lot, and it casts a really majestic phoenix-like shadow across the wall. You can see her feathers stretching out infinitely into the blackness of this room beyond. There is a soft, gentle click. Yay. All right, Tommy, now try it. Gordon just pushes <laughs> against it <laughs> with one hand. The bookshelf swings open. Was that so hard? 
Do you want to try it next time? I mean, I, I just opened the door. <sighs> For fuck's sake. Good job. The bookshelf swings open, and as it begins to crack, you see a pale, sickly green light pouring through it. You look inside, and you see that this room its about as large as the wolf statue was. You can see twisted shadows upon the wall. You can see that those shadows are being cast by the form of soft, of metal hooks that seem to have plunged through the ceiling, made from the exact same metal as the wolf statue. They're twisted and wild. The soft bead of the soft green light that is forming seems to be emanating from the very center of it. You see, almost like tree roots, the edges of the statue come together and form what looks almost like a cage. You step inside, I assume? Mm-hmm. Yes. You see, this doesn't even look like a burned library. This looks like an empty stone room with just a large cage suspended from the ceiling. Inside of the cage, you can see a single solitary figure. It looks like a body reclining, catching the shadows, casting shadows into the green light. Corpse? Does Jason approach it? Yes. Jason walks closer. He sees a man, head shaved, completely bald, wearing clothing that appears to have disintegrated with time. Certainly hasn't been in fashion for the past hundred or even two hundred years. He can see that the man has had a stake driven through his chest straight down so that it parts completely through the center of where the cage is formed at the bottom. And there is a small trickle of red blood dripping down from the ceiling directly from the wolf's mouth into his own. I taste it. Jason sticks a hand inside, catches a droplet, brings it and raises it to his lips. Remind me what information you get with a taste for blood. So I make a resolve plus blood sorcery roll with a win. I determine the resonance and intensity of the blood of human. Identify whether the blood belongs to a mortal ghoul vampire or other. Tasting Vitae also determines the blood potency and a critical win that reveals whether they have committed diablory. Okay, so give me that dice roll. That's the blood. I do get hungrier. We'll power that. Five. Jason raises the droplet to his lips, licks it, expecting to taste Clear Vision's blood. It's not. He's tasted this before. This tastes exactly like the Vitae that was in the chalice back in the vault in Jamestown. Oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> Excellent year. <laughs> <laughs> can see it dripping into the open mouth of the bald and staked figure laying in the cage. What's the blood potency? Very, very, very high. Uh, let me find a number. A lot higher than Jason's. <laughs> well, I get to know what it is. It says relative. The relative, oh. the relationship that I'm giving you is a lot higher than Jason. Okay. Did you bring a funnel? <laughs> <laughs> this blood is really pure. So who wants to rip that steak out? I do. And I'm going to go up and grab it. Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> We're getting I'm... out of here quick. We're going to the next town. As I pull it. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to have my I'm, gun out and ready. I'm staying back in the doorway that we came into with this, just in case this cage drops onto them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm staying back too. I'm not. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Stakes fall, everyone. 
damn it, now I can't do that. <laughs> Take that. Clear Visions impatiently walks over, beautiful, brilliantly white, shining suit reflecting this glimmering green light, wraps both of his hands around the wooden stake, begins to pull. We hear a soft, wet, squelching sound as the stake is removed. Nothing happens. A few droplets of blood fall into the torpid figure's mouth, and they sit up and they start to scream. And that is where we will end our session. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Sounds about right. Okay. All right. Do we need to do stain? I was about to ask. I can pull that up. I don't think we have many. Do we have any? I mean, there might be one for Jason. He kind of leisurely made his way down. One of the coterie might have been in trouble. I actually have another one for Jason as well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So I'm going to say for Clear Visions, the, he's, uh, he's incurred two stains, one for uh, violating give respect but demand it to by ignoring protocol and social politeness and politeness when meeting the, uh, the kindred of Oxford. And then also just because he abandoned his coterie to advance onward. So that will be what I say for him. So let's do that real quick, I guess. Okay. I got one success. Okay. I don't so, know that yet, though. Okay. Gotcha. This is the part of our chronicle where we watch our the descent of our kindred into inhumanity as they struggle to uphold their convictions while they find their morals increasingly eroded. Clear Visions is accused of violating give respect but demand it to because he failed to uphold any kindred social niceties. He is also accused of violating United We Stand, Divided We Fall, because he charged onward into a potentially dangerous situation without any assistance from his coterie mates. So that is two stains. So Clear Visions, give me a roll of, uh, this is a remorse roll. Clear Visions is remorseful about abandoning the coterie to advance forward. Cool. Jason is accused of violating also United We Stand, Divided We Fall for letting Clear Visions run off by himself into possible danger and not really treating that potentially dangerous situation with any sort of gravity. So give me a remorse roll. I need to know what that is. <laughs> so Jason, your remorse roll is a number of dice equal to your unmarked dots on the humanity tracker minus one for the stain. Jason feels remorseful. Okay. For allowing Clear Visions to walk into potential danger. As you should. <laughs> this is good. Tommaso is accused of violating United We Stand, Divided We Fall for also letting Clear Visions run off by himself. Tommaso feels that he offsets this stain because of his personal conviction of not engaging in wanton violence, and he made sure that Bastion was not too severely harmed after their encounter. Okay. Gordon is accused of both uh, by ghouling a mortal in our game. We have agreed that ghouling a mortal because it is enslaving somebody amounts to a stain. So that's his first stain that he's accused of. And he is also accused of violating Ashes are a poor foundation with the same action. Gordon believes that he offset the Ashes are a poor foundation with his personal conviction of my clan right or wrong. And he does feel remorseful for ghouling that poor human, even though he saved his life. Damn. Still no humanity taken away. Come on. Okay. It was a cultist anyway. It's not a big deal. 
Yeah, he's not a cultist. <laughs> he's not a cultist. Like I don't know. I don't know how many times we have to tell you this. Cultist. He's not <laughs> flipping uh, cultist. He's not listening. I know he's not. The government's a cult. Everything's a cult. Yeah, it is. That's right. Yeah, that's why we're anti-moaning. Cultists are everywhere. <laughs> hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and you have also been listening to Josh playing Clear Visions, Nick playing Jason, Russell playing Gordon, and Ben playing Tommaso. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd also love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit at Monster Game Night. While you're hanging around, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Because as you well know, word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. We hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Game Night. Night. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Thank you, guys. Boogie boogie. Yep. It's never what I have in mind, but that's okay. What did you? Did I get this for amusing you? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, I expect you guys to start wholesale slaughter of Bastion and his mortals. Why? They're not even because you're like that. I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying we're murder yeah. hobos? <laughs> yes. You have you have you noticed the fact that I try not to fight as much as possible? There's a reason for that. We are not murder hosts. Like, I will have murder. you know. It's all lacks courage. He's yellow belly. No, it's That's because why. I'm going to fail at some point and then I'm going to end up murking somebody. Like, really bad. I don't know why you think that. They just-